All right, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solom. Gonna waste your time for the next hour. It's gonna be very inform inf- informational, informal maybe too, but informational. No, I'm just kidding. We're we're not. I don't have anything on. I don't have anything prepared. No, that's also a joke. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you want to call in or text in six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. I'm gonna open that right now before I forget. Should do that beforehand. Uh, a couple things I wanted to talk about. So I was driving in here today. Kind of a log jam in downtown Lacrosse. If you're trying to get through lo- downtown Lacrosse, there's only one lane on Third Street. Are we going to be outraged now about road construction? And then when it comes to, you know, the fall, winter time, are we going to be back to being outraged about fixing the roads or I guess next spring when the potholes come back? Um, I was at Menards earlier today. They have Buggins back. It was sold out over the weekend. We play a lot of tournaments on the weekend, and the bugs are awful. And uh, everyone was complaining that Menards was out of Buggins to get rid of gnats. It's really good for getting the the gnats out of your face. And it's kind of like all natural. And it's made in Minnesota if you don't have any problems with Minnesota stuff. Um, So Menards got that back. There's uh, also a mosquito version of it. It's not on sale yet, though. So... Um, Oh, and uh, one thing I kind of, like, while we're talking about everything else, again, 608-785-7914, if you want to text in. While we're talking about everything else, I I would love for you guys to text or call in funny things that your pet does. Um, I have a whole bunch of those with Millie. She does a whole bunch of the funny things. Um, And then I just wanted to tell, I I would love to hear some pet stories because... I don't want to talk about serious stuff today. Not a whole lot of serious stuff. Fixing the roads. That's really serious. But um, So if you guys have ideas about, not ideas, but if you have funny stories about what your pet does that you think people would love to hear, give me a call. And I'm trying to see. We've got a caller right now. So we're just going to go right to the phones. And caller, who's this? Uh, this is Scott from hey. Tremplo. Hey, Scott. What do you want to talk about? Oh, I was just, uh, you were talking about the roads, and uh, I was just chuckling to myself because I just got my truck back from the auto mechanic, and I got a complete strut assembly, lower left control arm, sway bar, and some nuts kit, uh, $779. But I know uh, the day it happened, I was driving on the cross street, and bam, and then the next thing it was like, Squeaky, squeaky, squeaky all the time. But, yeah, I hope they fix the streets. I'm glad they are. I believe I'll gladly, gladly drive slower in one lane of traffic. Yeah. So the roads are smooth. I believe, uh, That's all my... I believe state road is a state, obviously, it's oh, a state highway. Yeah. So we have state to wait road, for the state to yeah. fix that one. Awesome. But, yeah, they did a little pothole repair uh, before the state track meet, you know, so all the people driving into the town would think, ooh, bam, you know, it wasn't so bad. No, they didn't want still, uh, um, they didn't want state athlete athletic runners, runners that got the state <laughs> when they're warming up to sprain their ankle in the potholes, I think. That would have been the worst story ever, right? Oh, exactly. So, uh, yeah, enjoy the show. Uh, uh, have a good evening. All right. Thanks, man. Uh, sorry to hear about your truck and a $700 bill because of a pothole on State Road. Are we are we able to sue uh, the city or the county or the state for that stuff? I, I don't think so, but that would be interesting if we could start filing a class action lawsuit, maybe everyone in the state. Um, but yeah, coming in, so if you're coming in from, uh, here's, here's what I did today. Obviously, I went to Menards to get Buggins. 
um, and other stuff. They got a lot of rebates. Uh, and I was coming in, so the festival foods here close to downtown. So driving towards downtown in that lane. So it's it. There's a sign that says road right lane closed ahead. Right, like and the right lane is closed after you get to the stoplights. You know, uh, kind of right before that Burger King. I'm trying to think. There's nothing really there. Um, right before you could turn right to head down Second Street. But if you turn right to head down Second Street, that road's closed too. So you know they closed half of Third Street and they closed off Second Street. So there's no nice easy bypass. Um, so we can complain about that, right? Like when they do fix the roads, they often don't fix the roads in the right order or, or make contingency plans for when one road is being fixed and the other. I believe Losey Boulevard is under construction too. And and um, I was out there last week and that was that was pandemonium too, just trying, you know, I guess not pandemonium. Um, but man, we, we can easily, uh, we're spoiled with traffic, but we can easily complain when we have to wait an extra five minutes uh, when every other day it's zero minutes to get through. Uh, 608-785-7914 if you want to get in here, if you want to complain about road construction, because that's the season we are, we're in now, road construction complaining. Um, and then in a couple months, we can go back to uh, fixing the roads complaints. Uh, or if you got a story about your pets, I'm going to tell, I got a couple of stories about some, not my, not just my pet, but some cool uh, animal encounters and one awful animal encounter I had uh, in the last week or so. And what else did I have? Oh, there there was a report couple well i guess it was months or a month ago and then you know it kind of i saw it on social media a little bit somebody was throwing bacon wrapped screws out by a sidewalk on like avon street or something somewhere in the cross they were throwing bacon wrapped screws and the police got a report about that but then there's like no other info and it always seems sketchy like like if you find bacon wrapped screws that are intended to harm an animal that's going to eat it you're not just going to pick them up and throw them out, right? Like you're going to pick them up and maybe save them and show them to the police, or at least everyone is a almost everyone has a phone except number three out there with a camera on it. Um, so you would at least take a picture. So there's, I saw a picture on social media a couple weeks ago, and it showed someone holding a bacon wrap screw. I go, okay, that makes sense. I would probably save that and give it to the police and tell them where I found it. But then when I went back the other day to look for that post on social media. It was mysteriously gone. So I feel like that was a hoax. If you guys, what do you guys think? Uh, did you hear the report about bacon wrap screws and did that sound weird? And and why does that happen? Or why, A, does somebody throw bacon wrap screws out into a yard or anything, like nails through a tennis ball or anything like that? Why does that happen? And why, if it didn't happen, why are there like fake calls about it? I just don't understand that. Um, all right, we're going to go. We're going to break for news, and we'll be back in just a minute. All right, welcome back. 608-785-7914, Lacrosse Talk PM on Wisdom, 92.3 FM, 1410 AM, or online at wisdomnews.com. I'm Rick Solom. I'm going to bug you for the next, uh, like, 40 minutes. I have to do the math there quick. Uh, 608-785-7914. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to talk about, or I wanted you to talk about. Funny things your pets do. And uh, I've got, obviously, I've got Millie. You guys all know that, or most of you know that. Um, a couple of people have texted me in. Robert texted in, that is cat, and now I have to read it. Pronounced Congo. Congo, the cat, dumps his water out and then licks it off the floor. So he does not like a water bowl or she. Congo, is that a guy or a girl? Cat. Um, Robert, maybe Congo wants like a nice 
Yeti Bowl from Dick's Sporting Goods. How about that? They got Yeti Bowls over there. Um, and another person texted me and said they brought their cat Ghost home from the vet. And Ghost loves food, she said. And he tried walking to the kitchen, but he was really drowsy and ran straight into the fridge headfirst. So does Ghost like open the fridge? Is that how that works? Because if he ran straight to the fridge, did he think the fridge was open? I don't get this. This story sounds a little, I don't know. Sounds a little made up if you ask me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Obviously, I have Millie. Let's see. Funny things Millie does. So Millie gets really excited when she sees people. And you would think, like, if you're, you're really excited to see someone, you'd run up to see them. So if, at first, Millie will run up to see you, but then she will sprint away back into the house or wherever she is to find one of what I call her babies, one of her stuffed animals, or a Frisbee, or if neither of those are around. Pretty much the first thing she finds, and it doesn't matter, it's, it could be a shoe. So she's gone to Mitch's house uh, before and picked up Mitch's shoes. She often picks up Mitch's shoes when she's there. And Mitch wears like, you know, like a 14 shoe or something. So she walks around with a gigantic basketball shoe around and, and then her butt shakes and her tail wags and she cries and so excited to see you, but it's kind of gross because you're holding a shoe. Um, she's not, and she doesn't, it's not just athletic shoes. She's picked up high heels, any, anyone's shoes. Uh, if there's no shoes around a towel, a sweater, uh, a, a pillow, just about anything. So 608-785-7914. If any of you have funny things that your pets do, uh, shoot me a text. Or if you want to call and tell me a story or tell us a story about funny things your pets do. Um, and sticking with that theme, so I was at Thompson's Animal Medical Center on the south side, kind of right in front of Walmart last week, because Millie had a lump on her leg. And she one day I was... So Millie often licks her babies. She'll lick them. I don't know, whatever. It's like a mom thing, I guess, maybe. But um, one morning, she she just kept licking and licking. And I was sleeping. And then I kind of looked over. I'm like, what? Are, why are you licking so much? This is a long time to be licking this baby. And then I looked at her, and she was licking on her leg. And was like, oh, okay, so what's up with that? So I go, and she has a giant lump. Not giant, but like a quarter-sized lump on her leg. And um, my friend works at Thompson, so I sent him a text message. I'm like, hey, what is this thing? Do I need to come in, and do you need to take a look at this or or what? And he said, yeah. I, so I had to go in there on a Sunday, and um, Gary took uh, whatever. He s- stuck it with a needle and looked at it under a microscope and ended up being some you know, gigantic term that I couldn't tell you what, but the word cancer was in there. So like automatically I'm like, now I'm sweating and red. And he said, it's no big deal. If it goes away, like I got some sad for it. If it goes away in three weeks, then no big deal. It's gone. And if it doesn't go away in three weeks, he'll have to cut it out, which isn't great, but you know, it doesn't sound like the worst thing because it's just on the back of her leg. And I don't think it would be the worst, but uh, yeah, it sucks. Like some cancer thing, which always gets me wondering, like, because I hear this a lot, dogs getting cancer or, or, or giant lumps or, and I don't know, maybe, maybe the time frame for dogs, obviously like seven years to a year. So everything is, is accelerated with dogs maybe, but like we're not getting lumps and we're not getting cancer when we're Millie's eight now or nine now. So we're not getting cancer when we're nine. So what is it? Is it like do- the dog food that we feed because they're all like animal byproduct dog food and. Um, is there anything like really out there that I know like a lot of people do like the raw meat diet, but then where does that meat come from? Is it, is it all natural or, 
you know, like, so, so it always gets me wondering like what we're feeding our animals and, and is that accelerating these, these diseases or cancer things that they get at, at a fast pace. So anyway, like, and that was like about a week ago that she had that lump on the back of her leg and it's since gone down pretty significantly. So I'm optimistic that it is going to go away within the three week time frame, and we will not need to have surgery on Millie's legs. Uh, we're going to go to the phones here. Let's see if I know who this is. It's Main, Main Street Guy? Go ahead. Uh, sort of. Sort of. Bruce is Wayne. It? Bruce Wayne. You're yeah, there. This is Bruce. Hey, Bruce. Am I on the area? Yeah. Did you move? Break? Because then you wouldn't be Main Street Guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to answer that. I'm just All joking. right. So I, it's pretty slow today, huh, since we're talking about dog food? No, that's what I wanted to talk about. These were all the notes I had going into the show. All right. I don't want to talk so, about the other stuff. This is what I want to talk about. Oh, okay. All right, that's cool. So I think the things that accelerate, you know what they say about the cattle, you eat the corn-fed cattle, just makes them fat and sick because they're supposed to be eating grass and dogs are supposed to be eating meat, right? So. Yeah. I think the regular puppy chow and all that has all the grains and stuff. Yeah. And you're supposed to have everything, like, meat-based. So you have to go out and spend a little extra on your uh, paleo dog food to keep your dog healthy. Yeah, or just get the straight raw meat diet, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, we the had dog a little food scare. We got a dog a year ago, and uh, we had a little scare, which we... Uh, <laughs> which we got solved by a brilliant veterinarian. And, uh, you know, so our dog came through without any lasting uh, consequences. But, yeah, that's the first time we got the dog. And just before he turned a year, he had a health problem. And, it's you know, that's when you figure out that you really do love that dog. You know, it's not just a, not just a, you know, I got, I got to take him out to go to the bathroom. I got to get the kid dressed and then take care of the dog and all that. That was the first time for me that I got a little scared. So then I figured out I really did like him. Yeah, definitely. I hear you. I've, I've been through that now yeah. twice with Millie. So I know what you're saying. Yeah, that's, I, I get with the, with the tumor, that must have been, that must have been uh, pretty scary. Pretty yeah. scary stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Mr. Okay. Thanks, Bruce. Okay. <laughs> All right, bye. Yeah, it was definitely scary. Um, my friend's the vet, so he he knows Millie because she Millie comes to a lot of my volleyball games. I play volleyball with Gary a lot, so uh, we often do some checkups on the volleyball court sometimes. And uh, so he he was pretty good at he he kind of knows how I'm going to react and and good at telling you know telling me hey it's not a big deal until it's a big deal. So don't worry about it until three weeks from now. And uh, and then at that point we'll we'll figure it out. But he was very calm and collected. And therefore, I was pretty calm and collected. 608-785-7914. If you guys want to tell some pet stories, if you want to talk, you can you can text them in too. Um, 608-785-7914. It's hard to like talk and read these texts at the same time. Our rescue standard poodle, Riot, are, ate a bag of fish, ate a bag of fish fillets, flying, flaw, flying, thawing in the sink, and many loaves of bread. From box from the bread box, we have since installed dog gates. Okay, so I've read that very poorly, but there's some grammar errors there. Um, yeah, so they're poodle riot eating f- thawing fish out of the sink. Okay, yeah, that's that's rough because it's the sink. So your dog got up on the counter. Um, maybe tell him no, and then uh, many loaves of bread from the bread box. So obviously got up on the counter and had his way with everything up there. 
Um, and then someone else texts me. I know a, a trapper that feeds his dog beaver and muskrats. And I think that's how it goes. Uh, Millie was out at the park the other day and had herself some uh, mole. She ate herself some mole. That was great. And she had, you know, I, I shouldn't even say that. <laughs> Sorry. That's awful. Um, 608-785-7914. So also at Thompson's Medical Center, uh, out in front of Walmart there, they have, so I was there on a Sunday. So Sunday is a pretty relaxed day. People aren't re- usually coming in. And, and obviously I know Gary there. So we kind of had the run, the run of the, the, the business and we, we were in the back. We, when I say we, I'm just speaking for my dog and myself, because that's usually how I talk, but he has, they have four cats that, that are like they're rescue cats. Cause someone will bring them in cause they're hit by a car and rather than euthanize them, they, they've saved them and, and they become, you know, veterinary vet, vet cats or whatever, you know. Uh, and it's pretty cool if you go in there. You could see some of them are walking around and, and very social and other ones are older. And, and if you're you're lucky enough, you'll get to see one or two. And I'll tell you some stories about, about those cats uh, after the break. Haunting, familiar, yeah, I can't see. All right, we're back. 608-785-7914 if you want to get in here. Got two subjects. Fix the roads. Well, no, not fix the roads. Road construction. We're complaining about road construction. And then also uh, funny stories about your pets. And I'm going to tell uh, Thompson Medical Center, Thompson Animal Medical Center on the south side. They've got some cool cats, and I want to talk a little bit about one I met the other weekend. But first, we're going to go to the phones. Uh, Number three, go ahead. I used to see you winging it all by yourself. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, we got to get your girlfriend now. Oh, okay. And then she can help you fill in down there. She anyway, be my co-host? I want to talk about Third Street being closed. Well, it's not closed, just one line, one lane. Oh, I'll be down to one lane. Second You're Street. backed up way down up the causeway today. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, if I was an engineer, I would have got Second Street opened up before I closed Third Street down to a half. A, a, a road, all right? Yeah, definitely. That's what I just said. You well, just... you know, the bur- down by the brewery? Yeah, brewery, yep. Where, where it's been tore up? Yeah, on, on 2nd Street, yeah, on the other side of town. Or on the other right, side on the of south downtown. End. They started in August. They were supposed to be done in January. January, they extended it to June 1st, and it isn't done yet. Yeah, they had some deal where they were going to, they, they kind of, whatever committee decided, hey, do we open it up for a certain period of time or maybe open it up to one lane or something? I don't remember exactly. And then, or do we close it completely and just get it all done right away? And they decided to, oh, yeah. to do well, the Oh, yeah, they ladder. didn't do a darn thing down there all winter. I go down that way every once in a while. I never seen hardly anybody working down there. They just got a big fence up down there and some equipment that's been sitting there. And then another thing, on the north end, on uh, Second Street by the Oktoberfest grounds, that yeah. was supposed to have been done May first. Okay. So that's a month overdue. I should think they'd get one place open before they start on another. Yeah, Second Street would have been a nice little by route, and they could have did all of Third Street at once if they had had Second Street open. That's right. But see now, there again, I don't think they hired a consultant to tell them what to do. Right. Yeah. Hundred. How much would we? Thousand dollars would have given us a consultant to tell us. To get Second Street opened up Wait, before how much? we start working on Third. How much? Twenty thousand dollars for a consultant to tell them that. Oh no, that the twenty thousand consultant—that's what he told us right now. A hundred thousand dollar consultant would have told us to get Second Street done, then do Third Street. 
No, $100,000 was for uh, South Avenue, the consultant. No, I'm saying that's the standard, 100000 Oh, yeah, always 100 but I would have got it done for 20 Right, well, they could have went to you for 20 You and me would have figured it out for 15 I think. Right. Taking bids. Carry on. All right, Good thanks. luck with your dog, Millie. All right, thank you. 608-785-7914 if you want to get in here. All right, I'm going to tell my story about, because it doesn't sound exciting, right? Like, oh, he's going to tell a story about cat, a cat at, at a veterinary clinic. But so Thompson's Animal Medical Center, they've got this gray cat. And Millie, because my friend works there and it was Sunday, so nobody's in there. He's just in there um, on emergencies. Millie had kind of the the run of the place, so she's she actually found all the cat toys. She likes to pick up as many cat toys as humanly po- or humanly dogly possible. Humanly, I can get way more cat toys in my mouth than Millie can. No, I actually probably can't do that. Um, so she she had about three or four cat toys at one point. She was checking out all the rooms to find all the cat toys because you know how cats are. And then she she ended up uh, running into what's this cat's name is Turbo. And it's an ironic name. So Turbo, as a kitten, was hit by a car and brought in, I think, you know, whether it was brought in or if they found it, Turbo was brought into the veterinary clinic. And rather than putting it down, they they rescued it and, and, and f- fixed it. Turbo ended up being paralyzed. His back legs, his or her, I guess it's a him, his back legs are paralyzed. And he's been that way his whole life. Well, he just turned 15. Turbo's 15 years old. And um, he sits in a little... A little basket with a pillow, you know, just w- when when business is taking place, because obviously he can't go anywhere. He's just going to sit there. But then when everyone's gone, he he gets the run of the place, and then he's got like a little wheelchair type deal for his back legs, and they sit him in a, in the in the little wheelchair, and then he runs around. And he was super nice. He doesn't exactly like Millie, but he was super nice to me, which is odd because cats usually don't like me because I pet them like dogs and. And treat them like dogs a little bit. And then they're like, what are you doing? I am a cat and I don't like to be pet there or there or you pet me where I want to be pet. Um, so I thought that was really cool. A 15-year-old cat that they've had since it was a kitten brought in because it was hit by a car and they rescued it. And 15 years later, it's still, you know, alive and kicking and 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 really, a really like social, uh, very nice cat. It was, it was really cute. Uh, Millie got, even got kind of close to it, but. Gary said, nah, don't go because he will swat. He knows oh, he knows how to shake too. He he was shaking for treats and, and if Millie got too close, he would have uh, given Millie the business with his paws. His front paws work. So um they also got another they got four cats in there. I think four, he said four was the limit at a clinic and a half. So they have the limit and they're all rescues and they all have like, you know, sad stories to start with. Uh they have another cat, Dusty, in there, is just gray, and he's just at this point, he was hit, hit by a car, too. But at this point, he's just a cat. But he was really personable to everybody in there. Um, he comes up to me. He was up. At, he was playing with the toys and, and trying to get him from Millie. It was super funny. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was really cool. 608-785-7914 if you uh, want to call or text in. Um, yeah, well, I started the show talking about uh, 2nd Street. So I was coming in, 2nd and 3rd Street. So 2nd Street's already closed down. I thought that was it's, and it's been closed for a while. Obviously, the Midwest Family Broadcasting is right here. Um, and, and now coming in, 3rd Street is backed up, way, probably really backed up. Well, it's 545 now. It's probably not that bad. Um, but really backed up right when I tried to get back in here to, to start the show. But we're going to go to the phones right now. Uh, caller, who's this? Yeah, it's Scott from Trumpo again. Hey, Scott, what's up? Um, with those standard poodles, um, I had a, we had a standard poodle before. His name was Spook. And uh, 
I was thawing out. Uh, I should have learned from Spook, but I was thawing out a roast in the sink. And one day the roast was gone. Well, it was gone. Here he had taken it on the bed and eaten it and looked like a crime scene, you know, like, <laughs> oh, you know, Spook had a roast. Yeah, you were thawing it out. And he got up on the counter and up at, what is it? Oh. Well, yeah, I, that's where I should have learned, you know, that poodles can get up on I don't know if they, we've never seen how he did it, if he stood on his back paws or actually jumped on the counter and got in there. But, yeah, I've, they, they they like the sinks, eating out of the sink. But, yeah, that's why we just installed dog aids on the kitchen because, you know, one day you come home and the pantry door's open and like, oh, what's <laughs> going Oh, there's a bag of chips on the couch. All right, yeah. Riot, you know, there's another one, you know. <laughs> it's funny, too. They take them to the couch and eat them and probably watch TV. And I always wonder, we have a, a little poodle, too, like he's 13 years old, and I'm like, does the big dog share with him? You know, he's got a box of treats and stuff. I'm like, well, do they share, or do <laughs> Ryan just eat them all? On yeah, right, like when they steal the treats out of the cupboard, and then when you're gone, do, yeah. do they do they both get their fill? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering, but yeah, yeah, I love dog stories, but this, this poodle riot, they named her, uh, her name was perfect, because she's a handful, and she's just come out of her shell once we've had her about a year now in august but you could tell she was crated up and a lot and now we've got a yard and we've actually bought a fence for her and she's just she likes doing hot laps around the outside of the fence when we're outside but yeah she just loves it yeah we call those the zoomies when there's like zipping the zoomies, back and forth yeah. all right man thanks for the call always a poop <laughs> yeah right <laughs> have a good there's one a, yep bye uh 608-785-7914 another call here uh go ahead who's this Nick. Hey, what you, what you want to talk about? Well, I just want to tell you that I appreciate how you feel about animals, and uh, it's wonderful because, you know what, for us people to take care of those little, little, little critters, whatever you want to call them, you know, somebody has to have a heart because they can't defend themselves, whether it's a dog or a cat or whatever it is. You know, they need us. And uh, got to be good to them. And I like all the things you said. And I just want to say thank you for that. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for the call. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a, and I kind of live out in the woods. So I'm a kind of guy that lets, if I get spiders in my house, and I got some pretty big spiders, I throw them in a cup and I take them outside and I let them go. I know all of you are cringing right now because I said that. But uh, it pretty much anything that ends up, I've had... Uh, <laughs> Millie will come and go, so she doesn't she doesn't really need to to be watch or anything because we don't live by the road and she can come in and go at her leisure and I just I leave the the patio door open a crack a little bit when I'm home and um a couple of times in the morning so I, I feed birds and I've got a lot of bird seed outside right out the deck well I keep the I kept the bird seed right by the deck door inside and eventually the chipmunks figured out where the where the bird seed was so I I'm I'm here rustling. In, in the in the living room and I'm like what is that and I kind of I'm waking up because it's like six in the morning and I kind of walk out and I'm like oh, that bag is rustling I look in there and sure enough there's a chipmunk just going to town and all the bird seed and we've had a couple of encounters like that we have flying squirrels in the house a couple of times Millie has caught a flying squirrel in the house and uh, carried it around it was okay I let, we let it go she didn't kill it or anything sometimes she she doesn't do the best with that baby birds and stuff picking them up and trying to like bring them to you hey check it out but uh, yeah, so we're going to take one more quick break and uh, we'll wrap it up. If you guys want to text me or call me and, and tell me your pet story, 608-785-7914, right here on Wisdom. Here we go. Yeah, I'm afraid like I'm scared. 
All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solom, 608-785-7914. We got, we got like nine minutes, so if you want to get in here, uh, we're talking fix the roads, road construction, and pet stories. And that's right where we're going to go right now. Doug, Doug, you got a pet story for us? Yeah, we were looking for a puppy for our other dog, and the wife came home with a supposedly a black lab, and I said, well, I don't think it looks quite like a black lab, but and then found out that uh, it was crossed with a mountain cur, and she's super fast. She can catch rabbits, but one day the wife, and they were sitting on the porch, and a pheasant cackled on the edge of the yard, and it tried to fly across the yard, and that dog, she's super fast. She ran across the yard and jumped near and caught that rooster pheasant right in midair. How high was How high did she have to jump? <laughs> Probably four or five feet. Nice. That's awesome. Did your wife freak out then, too? Pardon? Did your wife freak out a little bit? Because I'm sure she's got, like, a bird in her mouth now. Oh, yeah. I, I, we didn't have it for supper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call, Doug. Yeah, you bet. Uh, 608-785-7914. Can you top Doug's story? Because I can't. I'm, Millie's not fast. She definitely isn't catching rabbits. Millie has figured out that she cannot catch rabbits. Uh, the When Millie was a puppy... Uh, we, we were walking out in a big grassy, just open area and like 300 yards away, she saw a deer and she took off as fast as she could towards that deer. And she got, and I'm screaming like, Millie, no, cause she's a puppy at this point. I don't really know how she's going to react or how far she was going to chase this deer. Cause the deer is going to eventually run. Well, the deer didn't notice her coming at her until, until Millie was probably like five feet away. And then the deer turned and went like, Oh, and then shot like lightning the other way and Millie stopped and was like oh yeah I am not gonna catch that deer and that was kind of the end of her chasing deer uh another time there was a turkey in the yard and she she goes off chasing the turkey and they end up in the woods right and then I don't know I'm not gonna go out there because it's just there's no way to navigate out there where where they were at and she comes back with her tail between the her legs and and just not feeling great so I was always kind of wondering what that turkey said to her uh, 608-785-7914. Funny headline, uh, parrot taken into custody after warning drug dealers about a police raid. Uh, that's on the Independent, if you guys want to read that story. Parrot taken into custody after warning drug dealers about a pre- police raid. Uh, I had this other story, too. Uh, every morning in Frankfurt, Germany, you might catch a glimpse of Jenny, a horse, who goes on long walks every morning all by herself. She has been taking the same route every morning for 14 years, ever since her owner, now 79 years old, became unable to ride. She enjoys greeting all of the familiar faces along the way, and she stops and gets treats and pets from some of her favorite humans. The locals treat her like a celebrity and happily clean up after her. So I thought that was pretty cool. It's like a 14-year-old horse that just walks around Frankfurt, Germany, and everyone knows who she is, Jenny the horse. Um yeah, about five minutes if you guys want to get in here. Uh, I had another another kind of funny story and a not-so-funny story. Oh, and then, um, I don't know, do you, did you guys hear about this bacon-wrapped screws that a guy had told police about maybe a month ago? And I saw some social media post about it. So bacon-wrapped screws, and apparently his dog ate one, and then he picked the rest up. They were you know, thrown by a tree or by the sidewalk or something. And it always seemed kind of weird that... There was no no uproar about that, or no pictures, or no no. I, I just it, it was really hard to confirm that whether or not that actually happened, and it just gets me thinking. Like, a, why are people wrapping screws 
to to you know unless you're na- you really hate your neighbor's dog, but then you wouldn't throw them in the sidewalk. You maybe throw them in their their yard where the dog could get at them. Um, but that's just uh, I mean, go talk to your neighbor if your dog's bo- bothering. But on the flip side, I feel like this was a fake story. There were no bacon wrap screws, so why would somebody like make this fake social media post? Because I saw the post at one point, and then I went back to look for it again, and it was gone. So they deleted it off their page, and I'm like, okay, well that was a hoax, maybe. Or um, I just, it's just, and we've seen a couple of stories like that, uh, even with kids in candy. Thinking like Arcadia, there were putting safety pins or bobby pins through candy, you know, for kids on Halloween, and then that ended up not actually happening and i think at one point this might be real they were putting nails through tennis balls at a dog park i think either the on i think the on alaska dog park someone found a nail through a tennis ball um and i was like okay well why are you doing that this seems really inappropriate uh let's see what else we got oh um how, how are the roads out there because i was driving down lozy Last week, and that was pandemonium. I used that word again. It wasn't pandemonium. It was a little bit backed up and kind of annoying to go through. So you can take any road to the left to get back downtown. You don't have to drive through Losey. Um, but right now, 2nd Street is closed, and 3rd Street's down to one lane. So you really have to like think ahead to, to going in different directions if you want to get from one end of town to the other because you don't want to go to down, go downtown. And if you want to get downtown, take take like 5th Street or... 6th Street and and expect to walk a couple of blocks because they got all the roads closed. And it's always kind of a funny thing that we complain all the year about fixing the roads. And then when, when they finally do, then Rick gets on the radio and complains about the roads not being fixed. Um, yeah, let's see here. 608-785-7914 if you got any texts. That, oh, the guy that, that just called and talked about his, his dog Riot getting on the counter. That's what I want to talk about. Um, if you catch your dog... <laughs> Okay, so if you got you have you have since figured out you've done the detective work, you've figured out that your dog got up on your counter, stole some fish fillets from the sink and ate them, and along with loaves of bread. If you figure this out, you cannot punish your dog after the fact. If you catch your dog on the counter, by all means discipline your dog in the act because your dog will learn not to do the thing that it's currently doing because you're catching it in the act. That includes going to the bathroom in the house. Uh, but if you don't, if you end up finding that your dog did something wrong, like you know you find a puddle on the floor, or worse, on the floor, and the, the rubbing your dog's nose in it isn't going to do anything. Your dog doesn't understand why you're doing that. But if you catch your dog in the act, grab your dog, tell him, well, tell him no, grab your dog, and run him outside because that's the way your dog's going to figure out, like, oh yeah, okay, we're not doing this in the house, we're doing this outside. Drew, right? You would agree. Drew's in here now. He's totally in agreement. Drew is a cat, so I think uh, I think he's good there. His cat's got got a, probably got a litter box. Um, Millie from day one, so I got Millie as a puppy day one. We lived in a at that point. Uh, I was in process of moving from one house to the other. We were in a basement, renting out a basement, and she was just outside. She came back downstairs, and then she went right to the door to get outside again. I was like, "Oh no, you are not doing this to me. You are not going to train me." To that, every time you go to the door, you get to go outside. Because I'm thinking, like, she just was outside. We don't have to go and do that again. And then so I ignored her, and four seconds later, she peed on the floor. I was like, oh, okay. And uh, she's really good. She She's never really um, done stuff like jumping up on the counter and eating loaves of bread off the out of the bread box. But one time I did leave taco salad on the footstool. And then I went upstairs to get, like, whatever, a drink or something. Not thinking, like, hey, the footstool is kind of like the perfect dog table 
And uh, she ended up uh, having herself taco salad that night. And, and, and that was kind of the worst thing she's ever done. She hasn't really done anything like that. But, you know, don't leave. If, if I have any advice for you guys at all, don't leave your taco salad on the footstool alone with your dog. That's all I got for tonight. Thanks a lot for listening to my rants about pets. And we'll be back tomorrow with Ken Cooper on Wisdom.